I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody too? Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell. They'd advertise, you know? How dreary to be somebody. How public, like a frog. To tell one's name the live long June to an admiring bog. I'm nobody. Who are you? By Emily Dickinson. I think this is my favorite poem because it asserts with confidence the graces of being nobody. At a time when it is difficult not to look around at everyone else, to conclude with dejection that everyone else is doing something interesting while I am still just a nobody. With no particular accomplishments to hang up on my Facebook page and worse on my LinkedIn, this poem starts out with a vigorous, confident exclamation, I'm nobody. The exclamation mark at the end of that I'm nobody makes this poem explode onto me because it starts out with this force. But what does that force mean? Does it mean anger, annoyance, excitement, or a caught off guard retort to someone's sudden, who are you? I can certainly imagine myself saying this in all those emotions. Then when Dickinson goes on to ask, who are you? However she means the tone to be, to me it feels like a counterattack. Like, how dare you ask me who I am? Who on earth are you, in fact? But it can also simply be a greeting and a getting to know each other. But I prefer to imagine me using this to do a counterattack on whoever dares to ask who I am. Then there comes the recognition of kindredship and nobodiness. What is most comforting is the way Dickinson describes what it is like to be a somebody. Dreary. It often seems like people who are somebody have it good somehow. But Dickinson presents a different perspective. It's terrible on the other side of the lawn too, because somebodies always have to publicly announce their names, like a frog in a bog in June. I so very much love this simile because this simile is more than about the publicness of the affair. It's about live long June, which is just one month of the year. But the frog telling its name doesn't know that because for the frog, that one month is its whole life. And the reach of the name telling is only the little bog in this vast world. But for the frog, that is the whole world. So the frog is forced to tell its name whether aware or unaware that the world and time is so much bigger and that in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. At least, nobodies have access to that knowledge instead of having to be so wrapped up in that smallness. In fact, I wonder what it is like for a frog talking in a bog. I have never been to a bog, but I have looked up the sounds of bogs. It made me ask, do the sounds of a frog travel easily or get drowned out in a bog? Do frogs have a quiet audience or do they have to compete with other sounds? It isn't easy to be a frog in a bog. These are the thoughts I have while reading this poem. At a time when the thoughts of not being somebody truly scared me, this poem was the only consoling friend now I have come to embrace a bit more my nobodiness. So as a result, I have decided to create this podcast to talk about the poems like this one 
that moved the hearts and lives of nobodies like me, who aren't necessarily the most informed experts on matters of poetry, but who like to feel the poetry of life nonetheless. So this podcast is going to be about the verses in our lives and how we feel them. And this first recording is to put forth that intention into the world.